Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. If you're looking for a solid and reliable contract that you can feel good about sending to your clients, look no further than the WVS contract, crafted by a licensed attorney in the state of Colorado. It might just be the best contract for wedding videographers in all of North America, or even maybe the world. Uh, hard to know. Regardless, if you're unsure of whether the contract you're using right now is good enough, go to WeddingVideographySchool.com right now, enter the password podcast, and start protecting yourself and your business today. Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like the show, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And we love you for it. Hey everyone, Michael here with WeddingVideographySchool.com. Hope you're having a great week. I know I am. <laughs> you look you look exhausted, Adam Bradley. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long week, man. It's been a long week. Yeah, it looks like uh, looks like things have been rough for you. Well, it's you know what's going on. It's been a long week, but a good news is that a couple weeks ago we got uh, memberships to the Lifetime Fitness Gym, and so some of you may know racquetball is kind of my main sport, and they're one of the only uh, racquetball courts in Parker. So I'm uh, getting out and about, but it's this morning I played at uh, started at 4:30 a.m. racquetball time. Hmm racquetball yeah i never liked racquetball to yeah. me it was always a racket yeah <laughs> such a racket <laughs> yeah i found most short guys don't appreciate racquetball all right anything else going on that's a little <laughs> bit more interesting <laughs> we're we are you know we're recording the podcast right i think i just did an intro <laughs> a moment ago i thought thought you would know better what's new with you man What's going on in your world? Do you are you uh, still doing the real estate thing tied into videography? Are you gearing up for weddings? What's going on? I'm so pissed off. And here's why I'm pissed. Because I went to five home improvement stores in the last 24 hours to pick up a workbench for this space behind me so that I can organize some of my gear and then have a little place to like set like some things out as I'm prepping my gear and all that stuff. Oh, I went to two Home Depots, two Lowe's, and a Harbor Freight, and none of them... It's a long story, so I won't go into all of it, but essentially, I've ordered workbenches. They've been at the store, but unavailable to pick up, or they tell me that, that it's ready to pick up. I drive to the store. It's not ready to pick up, and uh, yeah, I'm just so irritated with these home improvement stores. These big box stores are uh, a pain and you cannot buy these workbenches directly from the manufacturer. So uh, that is where my head has been for the last 24 hours. <laughs> is it like a COVID situation you think? or is No, kind it's of a not. Normal? It's a stupidity situation. There it's you go. all these people that work at these stores are bumbling idiots. That's what, <laughs> that's what is happening. Right. There's no management walking around with a cup of coffee, making sure the employees are doing what they're supposed to do. <laughs> Sounds like you've got some strong feelings about this. Uh, listen, I've covered, I've covered probably about 108 miles <laughs> driving around looking for a workbench to buy. 
Gotcha. And uh, it's been it's been a total nightmare. So that's what I've been up to. As far as the wedding videography stuff, I'm down to my sixth sixth to last edit, and next week I'll be down to five edits left. Um, yeah, I'm looking to just knock these last five out. Maybe spend a little less time on them than I have been. Yeah. Um, just kind of quickly, maybe reusing some songs that I've already used earlier in the year for videos that maybe I didn't post to the website. So nobody's going to have any idea that I reused them. Um, do you reuse songs, man? I know we've talked about, I talked about this with somebody, but how often do you reuse songs? Uh, every once in a while. I think I'm more dabbling kind of similar artist, And so I'll kind of stay in that lane to kind of use different songs from the same artist. But yeah, I do that too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I, if like for a long time I was like, oh, I can't reuse a song because somebody will know and it'll I will be shamed. But as it turns out, nobody cares. So <laughs> feel free to <laughs> feel free to use the same songs, everybody. <laughs> there you go. Well, I appreciate, it, man. Yeah, I know uh, I was out last week. I know you did a recording by yourself, so I appreciate uh, you filling in, man. But um, yeah, you didn't ask about my, where I was even at, so I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you. But uh. Last week, I took a little break and went to, actually, it was down in your neck of the woods, Colorado Springs, and I took my daughter to Great Wolf Lodge for the first time, and so I try to do like an annual daddy-daughter and a daddy-son trip, and so this is our annual daddy-daughter, my, my best friend and I. He's got two daughters, and I took, just took my oldest to this one, and so we got together and did a, did a weekend at Great Wolf Lodge. So let me get this straight. <laughs> You're saying that for a daddy-daughter weekend, you took your daughter to a hotel by yourself? <laughs> I took her to a miniature water theme park, basically. Have you ever been? I know it's a giant. I know it's more hotel than it is water park. No, it's, it's definitely. I've like seen it from the highway. <laughs> it's like water park and they, they get you, man. They got the best marketing because they put the, 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 all the waters features at the very end. You have to walk through like miniature golf, arcade, build a bear, candy shops. <laughs> so like even before you get to the actual thing that you paid for, you know, all the kids are asking to play mini golf and the arcades and do all this other fun stuff. So it's, it's kind of a good marketing strategy though. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been, but my wife has been talking about going there, so I'm sure I'll I'll end up there eventually. I won't have to drive as far as you though. I'll just drive 20 minutes and I'll be there. Yeah, and it's 5 minutes from the new In-N-Out. So, you know, two birds with one stone right there. <laughs> what is that shirt that you're wearing? Um, I don't know. I don't you uh. know, probably a Target shirt that my wife got or something, who knows. Oh, wow. Your your wife buys your clothes? every once in a while she'll grab something for me when she's thinking of me oh that's pretty nice yeah man wives are good to have around you know yeah that's what they say <laughs> Is it, so what are we gonna talk about today man what you got lined up for us well you know it's it's an interesting thing adam because i seem to recall you being uh at a water park while i was recording the last episode of the podcast by myself Right, And if you guys haven't checked out that episode, it's the bonus episode, uh, Five Lessons I've Learned as a Wedding Videographer. And I was kind of hoping that you could give me a couple of your lessons that you've learned, maybe some overarching themes. Um, originally, we were going to do that episode together, but you had uh, 
you had some swim trunks to try on. So <laughs> five five things I've learned as a videographer. I mean, well, you don't have to come up with five. I don't want to hurt your brain, but yeah. come up with two on well, the spot. I mean, the first one that obviously comes to my mind is it's it's a phrase I've actually thought about turning into a song. I don't know if it's ever been done before, but I mean, the first one definitely like it just first thing I've learned is you got to be like Mike. That's all I want to be. I just I just want to be like Mike. And so as I shoot videos, I just I watch and study Michael Ring's films. I just try to do everything I can to be just like him and just mimic everything of his work. So that's that's pretty much the first one. You know what? As you say that, and I know you're full of shit, but as you say that, I will let everybody know that I've been watching uh, The Last Dance on Netflix, uh, which uh, sounds like some sort of romantic movie, but it's actually a uh, a sports documentary about Michael Jackson. I think it's 10 episodes, maybe. I, I don't know. I'm on, I'm on episode nine, and it, I will say it's a very well done sports documentary so anybody who's into that sort of thing you should definitely check it out it's it's worth it and i'm not even like a huge basketball fan or anything like that um and it's like i can't stop watching it so did you say michael jackson no oh michael oh is that what i said (laughs) (laughs) i meant michael jordan uh clearly i am not a big basketball fan (laughs) But I clearly, do, I do like tight pants and shiny gloves. <laughs> clearly, you do have a thing with Michael Jackson, though. Yeah, yeah. I like I up. like sequins. <laughs> it's more my thing. <laughs> that is a good documentary. Um, I don't know, man. Things I've learned. It's like you just, gosh, where do you even begin? I feel like we could talk about hours for this about things you learned. So I'm gonna have to go back. And check yeah, out. it sounds like you could talk for hours about it. <laughs> you can't even come up with one thing. Well, like, how do you narrow these things down? Because, like, I think about when I got into it, you don't know how you're trying to figure out how to run a business. You're trying to figure out how to shoot video. You're trying to learn new gear. You're trying to learn uh, the weddings. You're trying to learn networking. You're trying to learn color grid. Like, there's there's all these things. So it's like. In a lot of ways, I've learned so many different pieces. I've learned how to run a business. I've learned what I like, what I don't like in the world of videography. Um, I've learned how to color grade better, which uh, side plug, make sure you guys go and buy my LUTs, my LUT pack. Um, I've learned, like I've met some great people. And so I've learned more of the area, the film scene, you know, especially obviously the wedding scene here in Colorado. So the networking side of it. I've learned how to market better. I mean, it's just like everything. It's when you do this full time, it affects every part of your life. Yeah. Tell me. So as far as like the networking side, because I think that's where you really shine. Um, I think that's <laughs> you're like a you're like a bright star. Um. <laughs> the nice, nicest thing you've ever said. It's the first nice thing you said about me in a while. Thanks, Michael. Michael. Yeah. You, you're like one of those. uh you're like one of the, you know when you go to the uh, the skate city or the skating rink and they have that big disco ball above above the skating rink, that's like you. So the next time you do one of your uh, your get-togethers, I'm gonna bring a giant flashlight and shine it right at your face, <laughs> so you can just reflect all your glory upon everybody you meet. Oh, thanks. I think that's com- <laughs> if that's a compliment. But I'll as take far it, as 
as far as the networking stuff goes, like how, I mean, have you just always been a super social person or did you at some point have to break out of your shell? Um, I, I guess I've been somewhat social, but I think for me, the networking side of thing is I got into it. Well, when I got into wedding videography, I didn't know what I was doing. I knew clearly I liked it. I knew that I knew how to do some video things. And so like, cause I had kind of some commercial background. Like I knew how to, you know, I knew how to handle a video camera. I knew basic color stuff and things, but, but transitioning into weddings, I had no idea what I was doing and I didn't want to go on YouTube. That's not really the way that I learned. Like I wanted to learn in person. And so I just began reaching out to people that were, you know, either mutual friends or people who knew somebody who knew someone or people's like, I would, I was that guy who was like, Hey, my name's Adam. I'm new to the wedding scene. Your work is so amazing and awesome. Can I just come and carry your bags and hang out with you? Like I just wanted to be around so I could learn. And so I, I got to, I got put in front of some really cool people that were just great at their craft. They had successful businesses and so that's just the way that I learned. I just had to learn by immersing myself into it and just getting the experience. So I who are those people natural. that you who are those people that you reached out to? Do you remember? Yeah, so Kevin Von Quaylen um was a really well known photographer. He's he's not doing it full time anymore. Um, but he had shot in a couple like celebrities and he actually had gone to the same youth group that I had gone to in high school and I didn't even know he was a photographer. But my one of my friends told me about Kevin. Kevin was living in Colorado. And then so him and I got to work together. And then he told me about Tim Twynum with Valer. And so I basically shot for Tim a couple times for free just because I just wanted to be around. And his stuff was obviously amazing. And then uh, Kevin got me connected to Jared Wilson, another photographer. And those guys got me connected to Steve, who got me connected to James, James Christensen. And it was just like all of these well-known guys around these awesome high-end weddings. And, you know, I think I think when you start the game, you just got to be willing to do whatever it takes, right? It's like, can I just show up? Can I just show up? Can I be there? Because when guys first said, like, okay, what are my package prices? And what am I going to offer to clients? And it's like, man, you haven't even shot your first wedding right yet. And you're building this whole business structure. Like get, get yourself out there, get in front of people, uh, start using your video camera, you know, just like, just jump into it however you can right off the bat. So. Yeah. It's funny. I didn't hear my name on that list. (laughs) (laughs) How did we meet? Do you remember? Uh, no, because I want to say my first my first interaction with you was based off of a fashion project. Do you remember that? <laughs> fashion? No. Yeah. What was it? You you'll have film- to. You'll have to remind f- me. <clears throat> you were filming a fashion project. I think it was either Vale <laughs> or Aspen. <laughs> just like that (laughs) yeah now it must have been the aspen international fashion show yeah in aspen international fashion week which was maybe was around for two years and i'm not sure if they're still doing it anymore yeah and so i think the the girl who runs the studios either jamie or one of those girls names yeah jamie and sarah back in the day yeah Sarah Perkins and Jamie, she got married to one of the elite DJ dudes, not Tassos, but somebody else. And uh, now her name is different, so I can't remember her name. Yeah, 
so I was kind of I was kind of doing some fashion photography or just trying to learn. And they someone had shown me one of your videos, like, oh, do you do fashion videos like this guy does? They were probably trying to get me at a cheaper price or something like that. And I was like, wow, man, I've never seen this before. This guy does great work. And they're like, oh, I know him. He's a good friend. You should meet him. And then that's, I remember that was the first piece of work I'd seen. But because I don't think I saw any of your wedding stuff first. I think I saw more of your fashion or I think I saw another commercial piece or something you had done or corporate but it wasn't weddings right off the bat. Yeah, I did a I did a couple promos for the studio <laughs> over there, and it's funny. I that was really the only fashion stuff I'd ever done. Was uh, I spent a couple of days in Aspen shooting that that show, um, and just putting together a couple of highlight clips of their fashion stuff. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's funny, man. I I did not. I cannot remember the first time I met you. It must have been pretty. Unav- I must have been very underwhelmed. <laughs> you're not you're not really a people person (laughs) uh yeah you know my wife says one of her favorite qualities of me is that i I laugh at my own jokes (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure you are the funniest guy you know (laughs) indeed um, which is yeah, why that's... You, which is why you listen to your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like to figure out how I can be better. Okay, <laughs> I'm disappointed that you're not subscribed to this podcast. Oh, I'm subscribed. I just I feel like these things are like art, man. Like, do you watch a lot of your old videos? Like, after you've done it, you spend hours into it. Do you go back and watch your own videos that you produced? I do. I will watch them usually a few weeks later. If I do watch them, it'll be a few weeks later. And then after that, I won't watch them for like years, like five years until somebody brings it, that video up that I did one time. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I vaguely remember. Let me search for it. And then I go back and I watch it and I think, Oh man, I would do things way differently now. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't watch it. Cause that's all I can think about. I was like, Oh, I wish I would have chosen this different song. I wish I had done this different. And yeah, but I think that's a le- that's good to do, man. I'm not saying you need to do it all the time, but I think it's good to do it. It, it like makes you better. I'd rather just watch your videos and do it to your videos and say <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. That's actually not a terrible idea. Just like find other people's videos to criticize. That way you never have to face your own music. <laughs> there's, there's no emotional attachment if I'm sitting around judging somebody else's work. Yeah, you never, <laughs> <laughs> you never have to be disappointed again. Yeah, uh, it, that's uh, yeah. All right, is that is that all you got for me, man? I feel like oh, sorry, we're so. I I told you I learned <laughs> everything, man. I learned everything. <laughs> but, too many too many hours would pass for you to talk about. For I mean, you you said one thing. No, I listed like a hundred things. You only like called out one thing. All right. Ugh, this is yeah, disgusting. The- <laughs> Here's what surprised me most this last season is that when you do put in that hard work of getting to know people, it pays off during times of pandemic and craziness because I think I've had more phone calls from people this last year from people that know me or that have that personal relationship than people that have found my work on Facebook or Instagram or Google or something like that. And so it's still paying off dividends today, man. 
Uh, well, you can tell we're really earning our uh, top spot in the uh, 363 wedding videography podcast out there. <laughs> we'll be we'll be number uh, 146. Let me <laughs> any let me date. <laughs> let me close with this this one question for you then. <clears throat> mm. I'm wondering if you are running into this or anybody else. Um, I actually had a couple of people reach out to me and ask me if I'm available to like associate shoot or, you know, basically shoot for them because I'm finding that there are a couple of people that are double booking and I actually have one person who triple booked on accident because they were juggling the dates. They were like, oh, like 2020 COVID hit. This couple changed the date. Then they changed it again. And like calendars just seem to be all over the place. But I'm just curious, like, have you double booked on accident, triple booked. Are you seeing any of this? And if so, like, what are you doing to walk through this? I double booked one last year. Um, not on accident though. I knew I was doing it and I told the couple, okay, here's what's going on. You know, you're postponing to this date, which one of my other couples has postponed three times and is settled on this date as well. So I want, what I want to do is I want to send, um, a different videographer other than myself, someone I trust to shoot the wedding for me and I will still edit it. Um, but that way you can still have your wedding on the same day. I'm going to still do everything I do. It's just going to be a different person there. So that, that was really the only thing that happened to me. And I did have, I did have a videographer couple get in touch with me about editing or not editing about shooting for them. I think they had one or two dates, um, that they needed covered. But, uh, yeah, man, I think I was just too expensive for him. So I never heard back. Yeah. I think this is going to be the year what I'm hearing from most people that this is, this is gearing up to be the year where you're working as hard as two seasons, but you're only getting paid for one. And so I'm just kind of gearing up for that right now. I actually feel like last year was that year for me. Somehow I managed to stay incredibly busy and also not make any money. Um, I don't like, I don't know how that works, but, uh, so I think this year is actually going to be a lot better for me. I better than I anticipated, not my best year, I don't think. Um, but I think better than I anticipated. So nice, man. All right. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that'll go down in the history books is the world's worst podcast recording. So <laughs> thank you for uh, taking the time out of your day. <laughs> where should people, uh, where should people, if they're still listening to this uh, attempt to find you, Adam. Oh my gosh! Oh, I'm laughing. Dude. We're just rusty, man. It's been it's been too long. Uh, you know, people can find me on Instagram <laughs> at Aflatus A F L A T I S website Aflatus TV. But yeah, man, what about what about you? Where are you directing people these days? Your website, Instagram, podcast. Yeah. Yeah, no, just uh, just Instagram. You guys can look me up at my full name, Michael Lee Ring. That's like my personal stuff. You can find uh, my wedding stuff uh, at Films About Love on Instagram. And of course, you guys can go to at Wedding Videography School on Instagram to uh, message me and Adam. And, uh, you know, I try to make fun of Adam a little bit more on there because um, I know you guys like that. So, uh, yeah, well. For Adam Bradley, the uh, well, I sh- I got to come up with a good nickname for you. All right, let's hear it. Maybe we can talk about that next episode. That'll be next episode. 
but for Adam Bradley, this is Michael, the bad boy of wedding videography, saying later. Hey guys, this episode of Wedding Videography School is brought to you by photographers wearing wide brim hats. Uh, photographers wearing wide brim hats is the nation's number one wedding photography company, and for good reason. Uh, they are clearly the most creative, most unique uh, individuals out there, and their photography is so creative, I can't even begin to describe how creative it is. That's how creative it is. If you guys are working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats, then you're probably not working with the best photographers out there. So, um, you know, whether you're having a wedding, a birthday party, uh, or you're taking your kids to school, or you're hanging out at home, or going to the bathroom, you know, all things that you want photographed creatively, um, it should be done by photographers wearing wide brim hats. A lot of you guys, I know you're working with photographers who aren't wearing wide rim hats. They might not be wearing hats at all. And um, that's a problem. If they're not wearing a wide brim hat, I don't know what the point of them even picking up a camera is. But when you work with photographers wearing wide brim hats, you know that you're always getting someone who's going to uh, give you the most incredible shots that you could imagine. So for your next event, whether it's a wedding, a birthday party, a family reunion, uh, your mom's pap smear, whatever the event, make sure that you hire photographers wearing wide brim hats um, to get the most creative still images captured, you know, one frame at a time. And that's what, that's what photography is. It's, you know, you hear the click, click, and you know you got one frame. And then you hear another click. Sometimes you hear eight clicks in a row, like click, 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 click. Uh, that, they just got eight pictures. And maybe one of them is good. Probably not. But the photographer wearing a wide brim hat, they are going to pull those photos later on and you know, really, really select the eight or six shots that they got from the entire day. Um, that they stood in front of the videographer to get, and they're gonna they're gonna edit those down into something truly magical. Probably, um, probably just two eight by tens that you can put in the living room next to the closet door. So give photographers with wide brim hats a call today and book them for your next event.